0: hello everybody and uh, welcome to the new year it's 2024 it's January 1st it's uh, about four o'clock and uh, I have a an exciting one today I have uh, a friend of mine Carolyn uh, who is doing the Bandera 100k uh, and she has invited two of her daughters uh, Nicole and Ashley and we're gonna we're gonna dive into the race and everything else but um there's this race in texas uh let me share a screen so you guys can see oh thank you john bertan for the intro good uh bass uh, beats thank you again like that stuff um it is not on in sacramento those are notes from another one uh we have it's a western states qualifier it is saturday january 13th which is less than two weeks away, uh, at 7.30 a.m. It's in Bandera, Texas, which is outside of San Antonio. So if you're flying there, you're probably flying to San Antonio. Management is Tejas Trails. That's Tejas with a J, T-E-J-A-S, trails.com. And they do a whole bunch of website, or websites. They do a whole bunch of races. Uh, Bandera is one of them. They have packet pickup that looks like all week. Um, Looks like most people pick up on Friday. That's in San Antonio, and then the race is outside of uh, San Antonio in Bandera, Texas. It's two hundred and thirty-nine dollars and eighty-eight cents if you include the ultra sign-up fee. You get a T-shirt, I think, a medal, buckle. It is a hundred K, a fifty K. I, there's probably some other ones, but the the one we're going to talk about is the 100k with 6,400 feet in its two loops. Courtney Dewalter, uh, most people listening to this know who that is, set a record uh, <laughs> at 8:59 uh, last year, and Jim Walmsley, um, another famous person, uh, set the men's record in 2016 at 7:46. And that's all I have because I don't know anything about this race. So I'm <laughs> going to welcome uh, Carolyn and her daughters. Welcome.
1: Hi, Andy. How you doing?
0: Doing good. I have a uh, Sierra Nevada Celebration Fresh Hop beer here. Ah, oh, nice. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. <laughs> cheers.
2: Oh, nice. That looks refreshing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so so obviously Carolyn's going and are 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 is everyone going here or this or is this just support? What's the uh logistics?
2: We're going. Ashley and I will be flying in I think we're all on separate flights. Maybe my mom and I are on the same one, but um yeah, we're all gonna go and, and we're gonna uh pace her and just support and give her some, you know, encouragement throughout.
0: That's awesome. So yep. Carolyn, you have some ambitious, lofty goals on this. I don't want to jinx you or anything, but this is uh, <laughs> this is a big one for you. You must have been, you you. What's your uh, training been like?
2: Um,
1: I have put in. I think in November I put in 257 miles, and then in December I put in half that much, and now I'm going to do some tapering. So my goal was to really run on really tired legs. And so every day in November, I ran, I just ran eight to 10 miles almost every single day. And uh, it was just to get used to the idea of being exhausted. So because I, I anticipate um, on the second loop towards the end, just being exhausted. And I, I really wanted to put myself in a mind frame of i re- i don't want to keep going i don't want to keep going i'm too tired and to work through that mentally so the goal was i think more m- the mental prep for this like w- when you get to that point where you want to quit you need to keep going and it was it was more a a mental exercise i think and i was really actually surprised how much mileage i put in in november and i still i i there was no there was no niggles there was no pain there was no i was tired for sure but there was no injury there was no nothing and i was like wow okay so this is good but i but i did want to start tapering in december so i did half the mileage and then um we're down to the last 10 days so i'm just doing some maintenance stuff keeping limber mostly. If I don't run, I get kind of stiff. So I'm just going to do some hiking mostly, I think, and, uh, just keep everything, uh, moving just not to get all stiffed up. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to, uh, the longer courses and this is the start of sort of, uh, 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 I want to do longer races in 2024, and I want to go from the 100k to 100 miles eventually. So I'm I'm really focusing on the mental prep for that, uh, and been watching a lot of videos, like especially with Courtney Dewalter, who mm-hmm. I think her success has to do with a mindset. Like when it gets hard, your body can still keep going as long as you have prepped your mind, your mindset. So so I'm, this will be a test. I'd like to see if I've done enough prep for that. And so uh, I'll have my daughter Ashley and Nicole with me. And uh, they've done an amazing job of uh, map preparation. And uh, we're figuring out the elevations and where they can step in. And, and, and I think it'll be really fun. It'll be a really fun event. And uh, just to see how the day goes sure
0: you yeah, have i i'm thinking of so many different things about the mindset right like it is it is it's a different animal right if you get mm-hmm. outside of you know, 50k say 45 50 miles it becomes, yeah, it becomes a psychological thing as long as you're not injured, right? <laughs> I,
1: I think so. I I know that um, in 2023 I did uh, my first 50 mile race, and it was the uh, it was uh, in Marin and down in uh, at the coast, and there's a lot of elevation to that, and I remember getting to some low points and I think I called Ashley in one of these there was this amazingly long climb and I just was just in this dark space in my head and I called her and she talked me through it and we just talked and talked and it was um just not focusing on how tired you were and it wasn't focusing on that how hot it was and she just Distracted me as though she was my pacer, but she was doing it through my phone and it and it got me to the top of of that climb and uh, and and it it told me that if you can change your mindset, if you can talk yourself through it, your body will respond. It's amazing. I'm convinced
0: it that's a hundred percent true, and I think experience not so much that it becomes less painful but that you if you've done a long race you know that there's these cycles of like really it's 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 like this metaphor for life you there's these cycles where you're really down and you're just like this sucks but you yeah. know maybe it might be it might be 30 minutes out it might be an hour but you know it's going to it's going to change and- <laughs> yes,
1: yeah. And 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 the one thing that I've learned, I've been trail running for a long time, but but there's something that I've really just really embraced in the last year or so is that if you if you go into a race thinking this is gonna be a day, it's it's gonna be hard and you're going to have low points, like accept it. Just accept it from the beginning so that when you get there. You can think to yourself, here I am. This is the low point I was expecting. How do we deal with it? How are we going to get through this? Versus, I just want to quit. I just want to sit down. I'm going to get to the next aid station. I'm going to DNF. I'm I'm going to work through this, and I'm going to keep going. So. What you, yeah.
0: you, I'm sorry. It, what you said sounds just like Diana Fitzpatrick <laughs> um, a couple I, years amazing. ago. She's amazing. Like, like breaking down... Okay, so what do we have? Basically, like, <laughs> in, in in the runner's mind, it's like I'm tired, I'm am done. But then in the in the support in the the focused person with the experience, it's like breaking it down and yeah, that you just reminded me of what how she looks at problems and breaks yeah. them down.
1: I know, and I think that she holds the record at Western States for being, um, uh, you know, over sixty and having the record for her age group in in that sub
0: twenty four. Yep, amazing,
1: amazing woman, and and kudos to her for sure. Um, And so and so in in approaching this race for my daughters, um, I I've told them that my goal is is to finish a, and then. My second goal would be to finish under seventeen hours so that I get a western states' lottery ticket. and then another goal would be to be first in my age group. And so what I need them to do and is to be a little bit tough with me like if i'm if I'm going under you know too slow on a last climb and I'm going a you know a 20 minute pace. I need them to draw me in and go down to a 15 minute pace or a 12 minute pace or whatever. And so, uh, part of my discussions with my daughters as pacers is like, don't be afraid to be a little tough with me because I'm gonna probably slow down and I don't want to and and I need to be under a certain time frame. And so, to give them the authority to be tough with their mom, and I don't think they're used to that. And 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 I'm trying to get them to. To say, to understand that, like, I'm not going to get mad at you. This is what I need you to do for me in this. This is what a pacer does. It's like, hey, we need to get going. Come on, let's go. Let's go. So, um, yeah. And I think it'll be a great learning ex- experience for for them. I, Ashley, I don't know how, how you are feeling about that or Nicole, but does that make you feel uncomfortable or you, you good with that? <laughs>
0: Well, well, when do the, um, so for the for Nicole and Ashley, when do you guys pick up, or when do you when are you running with your mom? Um,
2: yeah, we are. So I was planning on having, I think Ashley's going to go ahead and enter uh, at Chapa's, so she's going to help our mom run from mile twenty one point one four, uh, on lap one. And then she's going to be exiting um, back at the lodge at 31.14. And then I'm going to pick up from there enter, help her climb back out of that big first climb there. Um, And then climb back down all the way into Boyle Aid Station to mile 5.02. And then Ashley's going to pick back up again um, at Chapa's and then... Head on out at Yaya, and then I'll help finish the race. <laughs>
0: the, the the names are funny. They are. Y- <laughs> Yaya. Yeah,
2: Yaya.
1: <laughs>
0: so, like, yeah.
1: So. to, so to clarify, <laughs> that it's a thirty-one mile loop, and um, the lodge uh, is the is is the start and finish. So when. So when she says the lodge, that's the start and finish. And then uh, you have to complete that loop two times. And Mm -hmm. so uh, when you start, it looks like there's a decent climb to begin with. And and, uh, so the girls are talking about entering on the second loop because that's when I'm going to need somebody like, hey, let's go push it and push it. Let's go. We're going to climb. We're going to do it at this pace and keep me on course because you know, when you're w- running by yourself, it's easy to just get kind of, kind of lax and slow down. So,
2: but still the first loop, um, I think during that last 10 miles, yeah. you're going to start feeling pretty tired. So Ashley was going to jump in there and okay. try to coach you through that. And then we'll, we'll give you a little bit more help during the second loop.
0: Right. Uh, but I, but I did
2: want to mention that, um, what we were saying before, uh, our mom is not, definitely not uncoachable like she's very responsive to like uh any sort of like suggestions criticisms um you know like do you need help with this no okay great let's move on okay what what's uncomfortable right now do you need to throw up do you need some food do you need water (laughs) do you want to talk do you not want to talk (laughs) do you need some music? I have music on my phone. We could play that, (laughs) you know? So, uh, that's kind of what I did. I helped her finish the last, um, three miles of, I think that was the same race we were talking about in the headlands, um, in Marin County, uh, where Ashley helped her through that one hard section you're mentioning. Um, but I, so I went down this big hill and I, met her at the very bottom i thought that i lost her like i was like where's my mom on this trail i'm like looking for my mom (laughs) like three miles into this trail i'm like my mom's gone i don't know where she is but then i see her coming up this smaller did she go off
0: trail or no she she
2: just was Go ahead.
1: this was at the end of the um marin ultra challenge and it ends at rodeo beach down there so i'm climbing up um hill 88 and i know that
0: hill right it's
1: a it's a bear and so i told initially i told nicole i said meet me at the top of hill 88 and you can run down with me a mile and a half to the finish line because i'm going to be dead and so I guess I wasn't there at the time that she thought I would be. And that's what she's talking about. So like, where's my mom? She's, she's lost.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like asking people, I'm like, do you know where my mom is? <coughs> and no one knew who his mom was, of course, but eventually <laughs> I'm like waiting there. And like, oh, my I mom- hope
0: you used <laughs> a name and you weren't just like, do, do you know where my mom is? <laughs> that's what my son would say.
2: I'm walking down this like incredibly steep trail waiting to meet her. And these people are coming up and they're like, are you here to save us? And I was like, no, sorry. Just, you got it. Keep going. That <laughs> was eventually, uh, yeah. So,
1: Nicole, you were walking down Hill 88.
2: You were walking down it. To I walked and down. That, and right. then I see you eventually, you know, coming up over the smaller hill right before we go down and then way back up. So yeah. Yeah. so she's about to be in the pain cave going all the way up this incredibly steep hill. And so I started like pushing her <laughs> up this hill. because She's so tired. She was like, yeah, she was like really, really nauseous um, and just not like feeling really quiet and like just crawling up this hill basically. And so I was like, okay, like, let me see if I can physically help you up this um and then we finally got to the top and she's like we need to we need to run we gotta run and I'm like okay yeah who am I I'm I'm your pacer but you you know the drill I guess so she kind of just was pacing herself really and like yeah we just ended up kind of running back down to the start together and it was really easy she's great spirit even at the end and was super happy to finish and in good spirits. so well, I think this race is gonna have, be great
1: I have to say Nicole was um
2: you know, when you're it, it hurting that
1: much and you're like, oh my God, I can't do this. And I see her face and big smile. And and I'm just, it's a... It's, it was so inspiring, and I just got to the top. I'm like, okay. And she's like, okay, what kind of music do you want to hear? What, would you like to hear this? Would you like to hear this? I'm like, just play. It's good. Play anything. We're good. Play something, and we're good. Okay. So she plays this music on really loud, and we're just running down to the finish. And we're coming down into Rodeo Beach, and it's the ocean and the sunset, and it was beautiful, and it made it all worth it. It made it all worth it. That ending was,
0: was and, fantastic. and you're and you're so much more prepared for this one than you I were think, for the fifty, right?
1: I think so. I I think so. Yeah, much much more. I put in a lot more miles. Yeah.
0: And and children just are children. You know, they're not children, but they're your kids. Like, they just breathe life into you. I think. Hundred percent. I think you I think you're so lucky because like. That's, that is, and and there's a mental component to that. It's beyond physical. You just feel so good when, yeah, yeah, you're surrounded by (laughs) your family.
1: Well, you know, when you, you, you're struggling and you're trying to hang in there mentally and then you see this person that you love so much, like more than anything on earth and they're there and they're smiling like, Come on, Mama, let's go. <laughs> that,
0: that, that's all I needed.
1: That's, that's I'm like, let's do
0: this. We need, a, we need a microphone on the trail to hear some of those, <laughs> those conversations.
2: <laughs> that one was a particularly difficult trail, though, because there was. I met a few other people who were looking for their people that they were supposed to meet on the trail, um, and I think those hills really kicked everybody's butt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... You know, a lot of the runners were coming in, like, a few hours later than they expected. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it's a little bit yeah. jarring for the supporters.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, so, Car- so, Carolyn, <laughs> do you know your competition? Do you know, like, I, 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 I would just like yeah. the depth, like how many people, yeah. like, you're in your age group might be there?
1: Yes, the last time I checked, there's four women in my age group. And, um... Uh one of them runs quite consistently, and so that's the gal I'm going to be, like, eyeing for. Like, okay, where are you?
0: <laughs> do, do you have a name, or, or do you not want to share?
1: <laughs> I, I, I have a name, but I don't – I'm not sure she would appreciate it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like me, like, I'm out for you.
0: <laughs> well, you, you, no, you're I, like <laughs> –
1: I, I just, um, you know, as we, as we get older, I, I just feel really, really fortunate to be able to still run this, this kind of mileage. And I, I just think that, um, I'd like to see what, how far I can go. I mean, it's the, the same for most trail runners, like when you, when you run 50 miles and you think, well, can I do 60? well, I don't know. Let's, let's try. And so this is, this is that endeavor. And then if I can do 60, um, just as a side note, I've, um, I've, I've qualified to put my name into, um, UTMB for 2024. Uh, so I put my name in the, in the lottery for a race called OCC Mm -hmm. and it's in France. And, uh, a lot of people put their name in the hat, so I don't know if my name will get drawn. It's much like in the United States putting your putting your name in the hat for Western states. It's uh, so that's that's another goal for me is to run in, in France. I'd like to get over to Chamonix and I'd like to cross that finish line if if I'm lucky enough to get my name drawn, but but the the reason for doing the fifty mile in uh, in Marin was to be able to qualify for uh, Chamonix.
0: So 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 that that was a stone. Is that what they call it?
1: Exactly. So you collect stones and uh, you need a qualifying race and then you need a stone. And so my qualifying race was actually a race I did up here in Montana called the rut. And uh, that's was my first official sky race, which is, uh, you know, we went up to about 11,000 feet and uh, it was 28 kilometers and it was a huge effort. But that that was a qualifying race for UTMB. And then you also have to do, but I didn't collect a stone from that. So then you have mm-hmm. to do a, a race that gives you a stone. So you have to have a qualifying race and you have to have a stone. So- And that,
0: I, and that's for this is CCC, is, it, is that what they call it? CCC?
1: Um, there's several. Or, or is
0: it OCC? Cause there's like, there, yeah, there's like a, there's it's several. a whole week of races, right?
1: There, there is, and um, each one is varying in difficulty and distance. And uh, the one that I thought would be in my framework at, at this moment of my training would be the OCC. So it starts in a town. Um, it's uh, 55 kilometers, and it's a, a lot of elevation, but it's 55 kilometers, and you start 55 kilometers northeast of chamonix i believe and then you run back to chamonix so it'll be really nice to to be able to to run that race and uh and and, and run some big big mountains yeah
0: that'll be so you're in the lot do you know your odds That's, is it like a lottery where you're because <laughs> i i so so i have to share some personal things so because yeah, sure. because it's all about running right we're not gonna yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I was in the Berlin lottery and I didn't get in. Yeah. I, I I did not get in. I thought I might get in by time, but I missed that by a couple minutes and I didn't get in the Berlin lottery and I didn't get in the, the London lottery. And then I, I scheduled a hundred K on my wife's birthday. Did I tell you this one? So I had to cancel that. Uh, and so then I was like, I guess I won't <laughs> have any races in 2024. But then this morning, I have to publicly thank John Pr- Bretan, who knows Tia Boddington, who's the race director at uh, Miwok 100K. You can do Miwok 100K if no. you sign up for the training program. So I'm like, yes. <laughs> Good so for you. So I signed up to Miwok today. So I got oh, to I'm in, I'm when is Miwok when is that? Uh, that's May 4th.
1: Oh, fantastic. And it's not uh, hopefully it's not your wife's birthday.
0: No, May 11th <laughs> is my wife's birthday. <laughs> so, yeah. so a well, lot of lotteries that I didn't get into, but yeah.
1: You know. I yeah, I I actually um I don't have high hopes to get in uh this round in 2024. So, I'm I've I have my sights on a couple of different races towards the end of the year, and one of them um, uh, I I paced a friend of mine who actually lives in Vienna, and it's the um, Moab 240. And I was so inspired by that race. I was so inspired by the the length of it, but also it's it's a completely different animal and and I thought you know what I might put my name in the lottery for that just to see if I if I get into that that would be an epic adventure it would be it would just be an adventure to do and it would take like 3 days and I because I I paced him for about 40 miles of it and I was so inspired I just I came away from that going. I I know I can do this. I know I can, but it's a completely different animal. You're not racing at all. You're just you're just getting Com- through
0: Completed. Yeah. yeah,
1: you're absolutely. And so I'm thinking the the lottery opens for that on January third. So I'm thinking of putting my name in the hat for that because I really don't think my odds of getting into Chamonix are are, are super great. So, and I Ashley, think, <laughs> Ashley. We, you're gonna come and pace me, right, honey?
2: Moab, two hundred and forty. Yeah, <laughs> two hundred and forty <laughs> miles. Yes, of it. Yes, that's Nicole. Yes, <laughs> so we're going from sixty to two two hundred and
1: forty. Perhaps, maybe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. I think I think runners, just in general, keep adding t- or putting a new. There's a new step there's a new level there's always something more and i listen to these like ultra running podcasts when i run and it's funny because like like a 50k i would just i would say like 10 or 15 years ago was like wow you did a 50k and now it's like ah everyone does a 50k and (laughs) then (laughs) and i i was like i'm 100k is really far and it took me a long time. I've been running now for 25 years. It Took me a really long time to say, okay, I'm gonna graduate to those longer ones. But like, why wait? I guess I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have waited. I was I was worried I'd get like, you know, I wouldn't want to run anymore if I did a long thing like that because um, it would just get you know burn me out, and then I wouldn't like it anymore. But that's that's not true at all. Think, but well, 240 that sounds insane
2: <laughs> uh, Yeah, but
1: well for you andy you're you're a fast road runner and and i'm not a fast road runner which is why i gravitated towards trail running and so so i can totally understand how you would go geez 100k that's a really long way but you did magnificent in your backyard ultra
0: you just like that was that was so great it.
1: you smoked it
0: you it was so it. great it was it was it was and this is what you have in bandera it was having people i really cared about and yeah. i know closely like there like yeah. Yeah. That, that made it so much more fun because yeah. i couldn't imagine doing 100k by myself like just solo you know without any knowing anyone or seeing anyone that would be kind of it, I, i'd probably get through it but
1: well that's the magic of this sport is that you have people especially people that care about you they want to see you succeed they're there to help you do that and then when you do they're they're as happy as you are they're they're as happy as though they ran the thing themselves And it's, you know, I saw your posts with your Chad and and your buddies uh, in your neighborhood. That was fun for me to watch. I was like, I want to do this. I want to do this. Did you
0: see the video that that, um, Andy Melton's son put together? (laughs)
1: Yeah, I totally. I watched it like That was
0: so good. So Hank is like 12 years old. I know. And... And I thought, oh, he's going to be here at the beginning and maybe we'll see him, you know, like in 10 hours or something. Right. No, he he was like there the whole time and he was hanging out and there was kids biking like with us. And
2: it it wasn't
0: like we were on our own at all.
1: And the best part of that was some of the runners that you you had in your neighborhood that decided, like, I'll just come out and do a couple laps, did more miles than they had done before. And we're surprised and delighted and all the support was there and you could hang out and do a barbecue after or whatever. And it yeah,
0: was... we we had we had oh, a 10K fun. guy. The furthest he'd ever ran was a 10K and he was like in his 20s and he ran like over a marathon.
1: Right. I know. Yeah. It's amazing. And and he probably didn't feel like it felt like a marathon. He probably went like, oh, I, I just did <laughs>
0: He was he was pretty beat up, but, but he, he he did well. he did he did good. He was fine like a week later because youth
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So I do wonder though, if that uh, the backyard ultras, if that distance and those small laps you're doing, if that helps people mentally get through much a higher volume, um, of running than these longer races that you've had the whole course mapped out, you know, exactly how far you're running, where you're running. I think there's something to be said for that mentality of maybe even thinking about ultras like backyard races, like you're just doing one section at a time. And maybe that mentality really helps people go a lot farther.
0: I, it does. I, I, but I cheated with, with all the ultra because I said, <laughs> I'm going to do 100K. And then I'm going to stop. And then the race is do it, you know, as long as you can go. Right. But I was like, I'm just going to do this and I'm done. And I was totally done after 100K.
1: (laughs) I think you're right, Nicole, because um, if you're thinking about entering a race, right, and it's a certain distance, say you're going to do 50 miles. You know that there's a start time and then there's usually a cutoff time. And so you have to make it to the end before a certain time. And that's a lot of pressure. But if you start breaking it down into sections, which a lot of us do when we're running an ultra, we go, okay, well, how much farther to the next aid station? Oh, it's only four miles. I totally can do that. And you break it down, right? And then you get to the next aid station you go, when's the next, next aid station? You say, oh, okay, that's five miles. I can totally do that. So the backyard ultra tells you, you have one hour To do 4.16 you could walk that almost walk that it's a 15 minute mile like you could almost walk that and so the problem though is that you want to allow yourself extra time if you need to drink or you need to eat or change your shoes or take a little nap and that becomes really important later in the race like once you've done 24 hours and you're still out there but it does break it down for you mentally where it doesn't seem quite as overwhelming. And uh, I really want to do one. I've, I've got my eyes on a couple of different ones. Uh, and uh, so if I don't get into a couple of these big races, I'm going to try and do a an backyard ultra and see how far I can go. Because I think it's true. You can go farther than you think you can.
0: Yeah. And it's It's also like the local... And the or what is it local and organic? It's just like uh, there was no cost. You know, I bought Mm -hmm. I bought some Gatorade at at, uh, (laughs) Costco, and I bought some Trail Mix. I think that was like my total (laughs) expense. And then I set up a little aid station in front of my house. Oh. And (laughs) Chad 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 spent some money because he bought some cheeseburgers, but (laughs) but I mean it was like. nothing in cost and it was just totally you know show up do what you want to do low pressure no pressure Mm -hmm. at all and yeah i love i really like that and Mm i
1: i think um i from what i got the impression that chad wants to do it again next year
0: Mm -hmm. i'm kind of scared of him doing it again because i'll be like (laughs) i gotta top my last one
1: (laughs) You Just just one more loop, just one. Yeah, more. just
0: one, just one more.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. So and if I, yeah, that that's uh, you should do one, Carolyn, twenty twenty four.
1: Actually, I have my eye on one in Alaska, and I have to say that the reason why I picked this one in Alaska is because of I thought I want to do a loop that doesn't have a lot of elevation, and. I want to do a loop that there's not that many participants. And I want to do a loop that, so far, the course record is only, like, 17 loops. And so I found this one in Alaska. <laughs> and literally, I know. And literally, I thought, well, I you know, I'm going to – it hasn't opened up yet for registration, and there's only 50 entrants. There's only 50 people that can do it. So I thought, I'm going to keep my Oh, own. I like
0: that, that they capped the <laughs> – actually it. chad chad kept it secret like he did not want this giant thing he yeah. wanted less i think 25 or 20 i forget i think we had 20 people start yeah. but yeah we didn't want like 40 or 50 people right. we we're trying to keep it like low-key and, mm-hmm. and it also wasn't permitted there was no like entry fee or anything right, right. yeah so like 20 is probably the max for something like that
1: yeah yeah yeah, I, I agree. And then it becomes logistically like, oh shoot, there's 100 people that's showing up in my front door. <laughs> what do I do?
0: Well, I thought, oh, maybe I shouldn't make this public. Yeah, we were putting up we were putting up the little ribbons on the tree, like where to go. And um I I said just act really stupid if like uh, you know, someone asks you what you're doing. <laughs> We're
1: running around in circles for yeah. however long it takes us. <laughs>
0: yeah, but but safety was, was very like, I was really worried, like someone yeah. being tired in the dark. Uh, yeah. 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 So a trail um, a trail backyard to me is really easy because it's much safer than mm-hmm. on the roads and stuff. But yeah, yeah, we didn't have any problems.
1: That's good. Yeah, it looked like it was super fun and yeah it was a good good time
0: so so bandera uh it's like less than are you are you running at all right now or what's Uh, the yeah
1: I'm i'm in i'm in taper mode i i feel like i did a huge effort in november um and then scaled it back to what i normally run in december and then um The next couple days I'll do some miles and then just do just maybe some hiking and stuff. I want to have really fresh legs, but I I feel like the most important part of this training for me was really the mental part of it is, is, um, is how do you deal with when you're so exhausted and your legs are so tired I, I wanted I wanted to feel tired, tired legs every single day so that I could move through that mentally like I'm so tired I don't want to do this. get on the treadmill, get it done, go just move, just move. And what I found was once you start moving, you kind of warm up it's the weirdest thing and you're you're not as tired anymore. like I couldn't get out of bed this morning and then here I am doing another. 10 miles on the treadmill and it's, it's quite an amazing psychological event. And, and so I think, I think I'm beginning to understand what it takes to do an ultra race is you have to know, you have to go into it going, this is going to be hard and it's going to really be, I'm going to really be tired and there's going to be problems and there's going to be stuff to figure out. But if you go into it knowing that, then when it hits, you're like, okay, here it is. Here it is. Now, we know that we might have blisters, and I've got a new pair of shoes at the next aid station. I've got tape. Um, I know that I've got salt on me. I know that I've got hydration coming. I know that I've got one of my daughters casing me soon. I know that I've got answers to problems that are going... Are going to happen they're not if they're they are going to happen so so i think the trick to ultra running is embracing the suck like that sounds so trite but it's really true embrace it go mm-hmm. right through the middle of it and go okay here it is i'm right in the middle of this i'm tired i i'm thirsty i i don't have any energy i need to walk I'm that, that is
0: that's marathon training right there is yeah you're You're a month out from a big race, and it you're running every day, and you're like, "Okay, I have to go do another long run, and the weather sucks, and you're tired,
1: exactly. and it's
0: just yeah, you embrace the suck the whole way
1: that that's <laughs> the that's the mental prep because that's that is it's not if it happens, it's when it happens, it's going to happen during your race and and ask any ultra runner out there, even the best ultra runners out there. If you talk to them or listen to their podcast, they'll tell you, like, "Oh yeah, I hit the wall at this, and this is what I did about it," or "I had blisters," or "I mean, I was watching Sally McCray's, um Moab 240 when she won it, but at one aid station, she takes off her shoes and she's got blisters upon blisters upon blisters, and she just." She just went. Okay, this is what it is. It's gonna hurt, and let's just pop those suckers, and let's just get back out there. And and she just mentally was prepared. She was mentally prepared for it, and she just she won it. She won the thing after doing two other 200s, like in the year. Yeah, it's amazing. So 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 for me, I think succeeding. Is mental preparedness. You have to physically prepare, of course, but when the wheels start falling off, it's unless your leg is broken.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's everything you know. after fifty. I think is all mental.
1: Yeah, but and then, I, have
0: no, I have like no experience in this. I'm I'm an amateur. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, and then and then the other part of it is is um you know when you get to a certain distance and fifty miles was my longest last year. And I thought, well, I can do ten more. I can do ten more miles, which is hundred k. So I'm, that's the next thing, which is the Bandera, and then after that, I, I'm, you know, let's let's try seventy miles. Let's try eighty miles. Let's let's see what we can do. It's just a mystery until you try. There. Yeah.
0: Well. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see the the splits and uh, see how it goes. Is the weather – so what about temperature? Because I'm, like, really sensitive to temperature. And you're in the far north there. uh, uh, Pretty chilly, I'm thinking.
1: Um, We've had a very mild winter so far. However, um, it does dip to, like, 40 degrees, but it's not what it could have been. I mean, Mm -hmm. Montana gets really cold at this time of year, but we've had a really – warm winter so far for montana um however i've been up here training at 4500 feet and i think bandera starts at 1600 feet uh that's so an that advantage high. yeah so i'm i'm confident that my lungs won't go south on me um i do experience some episodes of asthma and so i i'm confident that uh, that'll be in my favor um and uh, Texas can be really cold in January, mm-hmm. or it can be really hot. So uh, I was telling the girls to to prepare for e- either either one. Like bring clothes that, uh, like a light rain jacket, or something that's gonna prepare you for misty cold weather in the morning. Or um, I think uh, last year, 2023, everybody started the the lineup, and it was already was totally fine and it was super super hot that day so
0: so hot so, would be like 70s 80s or
1: i think it was 80s i think it was really hot for 2023
0: Well, yeah.
1: yeah they were they were all complaining about it yeah so yeah, but they but they did exceptional times for being so hot out there in 2023 yeah i think courtney de got the course record in 859 1 minute or even 30 seconds under 9 hours wow. which is phenomenal because I'm just trying to do one lap in that time <laughs> and she did two laps in <laughs> that time so to put that into perspective
0: that's yeah. that's smoking for yeah. a 50 yeah. 50 or for 100K, that is yeah, really fast.
1: And I, I've never been involved in a race with uh, high stakes. So for instance, this is a Western States qualifier. So there's going to be some big name people there who want to get a golden ticket to go to Western States. So um, I think that since Courtney won Western States last year, she I'm thinking she won't be there because she doesn't need to qualify. She's probably in Western mm-hmm. States for 2024. But there's going to be other folks that, that are vying for that one and two spot both the men and the women's side and so
0: it'll be and nice just is it just one for the women and one for the men i think it's, the, yeah i don't know it's one one and two
1: it's the first and second spot okay to, to you automatically get entry into western states for 2024 so that'll be fun to see how they operate and see how they race and see how they prepare and it, it'll be nice
0: to be in in the
1: mix of of seeing how how they deal with the pressure and stuff because that's it's a lot of pressure and
0: yeah and because it's looped you're probably going to see the other racers like the really fast ones probably yeah are the yeah are there a lot of like out and backs because that's why i like the quad dipsy so much because you see the whole race like unfold Oh, yeah,
1: this this one is a thirty-one mile loop, and then you just repeat the loop a second time. So, if you are running and you see the first guy pass you on the <laughs> second loop, you're like, okay, well, I guess <laughs> that's how that's gonna go. a little. Yeah.
2: Did we lose you, Andy? No. Yeah. We can, can you hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. Just can't see you great yet. I think everybody else. Let me
0: build the trying to get better audio. Yeah. All right. Oh, no. Okay, how's that? That's good.
1: Yeah. I think it's better now. Mm-hmm.
0: okay so all right uh any any final thoughts any anything you're you're thinking about
2: um ask andrew i knew i know you just ran your 100k in uh, november i think you said it was do you have any words of wisdom or tips or tricks for new runners for distance or anything for my mom and and us that might be helpful that you think
0: Uh, oh i think she's she's like a pro oh (laughs) i i I don't know if i can offer anything um uh she has the right attitude Mm -hmm. she has the right people Mm -hmm. um yeah it's just each each mile and that's all Mm -hmm. (laughs) not not the best advice
2: it's good advice. No, it's... Will we see you in Alaska, Andrew? It's <laughs> <laughs> a real
0: question. Doubtful.
1: <laughs> there's I hear there's we have backyard, a... there's this backyard alter in Alaska that's got your name on it. Andrew
0: <laughs> Yeah, okay. I got I get yeah, the Alaska. beard a little longer. I'll fit <laughs> I'll fit right in. <laughs>
1: There's no elevation. All right. Well,
0: gonna be easy. <laughs> yes, send me the info. I'll check it out. Yeah, I will. Go
2: sure. to Alaska. Woo. Woo-hoo. Yeah.
0: Cool. All right. This is uh, Carolyn Garrett and Nicole and Ashley. Uh, we're uh, we're excited to see what happens in about two weeks. It should be a really good time.
1: It'll be fun.
0: So thank you. Yeah.
1: Thanks, you're welcome. Sandy.
0: All right. I'm going to sign off. Thank you, everybody.
1: You're welcome. Night.